This is Xane Anderson, and welcome to the Principal Podcast today. Today, I have with me Derek and Amy Weichel, and they are a husband and wife team. They live in Nebraska, where Derek works as an orthopedic surgeon, and Amy homeschools their four children. And they have founded the Faithful Parent Academy, which is something I'd like to talk to them about today. Tell us a little bit about the Faithful pa the Parent Academy, would you? So um, Faithful Parent is a ministry that we have started to provide resources to parents so that they can be um, come up with a family growth plan so they can be more intentional in their parenting and so that they can better steward their precious gifts, which are their children and their family, and point them to Jesus for this generation, but also in future generations so they can carry that legacy on. Thank you for sharing that. So what you, you mentioned, I think, what led you to do this? What started you to be to start this academy and to be more intentional with parenting? That's, that kind of goes back to a few years ago now. Our, our kids are a little bit older now, but back, back, oh, about, was that oh, eight years ago or so? Our, our kids were five, our oldest was five, and we just had a newborn. So we had four kids, age five and under. And we were basically in survival mode. Um, just, we were happy to keep, I was especially happy to keep the kids alive every day. We weren't being intentional with what we were doing. Um, we just kind of were parenting our kids based on how we had been parented and kind of what everyone else around us was doing. And so um, we, you know, kind of read some parenting books here and there, but, you know, forgot about it after we read it or said, oh, that doesn't really apply to us. And so we didn't really change anything and we were just kind of reactive. And so we weren't intentional and we can't, we sent our kids to a Christian school. We were basically doing exactly what Derek did for his upbringing. He went to the same school we sent our kids to. And so we were kind of in this unintentional path forward and not thinking about other options. But then a few years later, there was one day our son came home from school. And, and so he was really, um, not he had a really bad day and he didn't want to do his like or he did terrible on his science um test and he loved science before this and so he was really upset about science and so um upset about not being able to do well on something that he liked and he's like oh I guess I don't really like that anymore and I was kind of like well that's weird so then we started thinking of different educational options kind of from that point on and then some of the other things um it wasn't you know, we were busy and chaotic and I felt like I was just doing the same thing every day. And I said, you know, there's, we, we said there's more to life than this, you know, and there's more, we're not being intentional. And so, um, we, we also learned about some different alternative forms of education. So we were doing some different, um, we were being a little bit more intentional and kind of doing some more research. And so, um, I don't know, where do you want to take it from there? Okay, I'm doing okay. Okay, good. So, so let me ask you a question. So you, you, you've talked, you've said intentional a number of times. Mm -hmm. What steps would you tell, I mean, what steps can parents take to be more intentional? Yeah, that's, that's a really great question because I think, um, yeah, a lot of people mean different things maybe by intentional too. And so for, for what um, our purposes, we have a laid out, kind of plan to be more intentional. Um, and so um, 
first, so we kind of have an acronym called STEWARD. So it's S is for seek God, T is for target or trajectory, E is for explore your op options, and W is write it down, A is take action, and then R is reviewing and revising, and D is direct others. So first, you want to seek God. What, what does God want you to do as a parent? Um, and you want to be, learn to be more adept. So we also have another acronym, which is a adept. So it's A-D-E-P-T, attentive, discipline, encourage, provide, and teach. Um, and then you, you want to spend more time in God's word individually and then as a family. And then, so for target, the T, the target trajectory, you want to clarify your vision. So now that you've spent time in God's word and you see what is the plan for your family, like what is God's plan for your family? How can you be more um, doing what God wants you to do with your family rather than just what's going on around you? Um, then you want to clarify the vision for your family. So you talk about it, especially with the parents talk, and then you want to include the kids too, so that they know why you're doing what you're going to be doing. And then you have your values for your Christian family, and you want to make sure that you're ensuring that you're all, you all have the same vision going forward. So not everybody's looking out for their own interests, but they're looking out for the whole family and the whole group. And they're all kind of pointed in the same direction. And then so for, <clears throat> for E, we're exploring options. There's so many different options out there. So you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to um, audiobooks, you can read books, you can go to parenting seminars or groups and get ideas for other things and evaluate them. Okay, is this in line with our vision? Is it not in line with our vision? And you can um, make sure that you're doing things more how, you're, how you want to live rather than just living reactively. And then, then the next step is to actually write it down and, and you um, take the time to put into words what is the plan that you want to do and what how does your family growth plan, what does that all entail and what does it look like for your family? And it's not, it's not going to be the same for every family. It's different. So you have to gather all these different elements and then what works best for your family. And then um, next is taking action. So there's some things that you can do to actually go through and take action. Because a lot of times people do the research and they're excited about it and then they don't actually take action because they forget about it or they don't, oh, you know, things are busy. And so they don't stop and actually plan how they're going to do that. And then um, the R for reviewing and revising. And it's, you know, kids get older, things change. So then they want to, you want to like be able to go back and, okay, well, now our kids are older. Maybe some stuff in our family growth plan doesn't apply anymore. Maybe we need to add some things that we didn't have to think about before. Like, like our son's getting older. And so now we're thinking, oh, well, maybe we should have a plan for dating or now we need, we need to kind of talk through like technology use because is he going to get a phone or what or how are we going to use that phone? And then on the D is for directing others. So then once you've figured out how to go through this process and being more intentional, then you kind of, you'd like to mentor other people because it's kind of, it's a mutual blessing. Then you can help someone else. And then you know that you're, you can be a blessing to someone else and they are a blessing to you because they may give you more ideas too. So one of the things that occurs to me as you're, as you're talking right now is 
you reminded me of something that my uh, brother told me. He said, you know, the most effective um, outcomes, and this is my brother who, you know, he's a smart guy and he went to Harvard in education. He likes to talk about education a lot. He said, the most effective outcomes in education happen when parents act like they're the CEOs of their children's education. And as you say this, to me, it seems like you have this idea, this attitude that, hey, we're maybe for lack of a better phrase, but I'm going to say it again, the CEOs of our children's education, we're going to be very intentional about how we raise our children, even to the point where you've come up with acronyms, you know, mm -hmm. and so that's wonderful. Is Would would you say that's the feeling that you have, that, you know, it, as a CEO, I may be able to, I might homeschool them, I may decide to outsource to a, a piano teacher or karate teacher, or even a public school or private school, if that's the way I feel I need to do it. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me like you're taking that that role on. Is that how you feel as well? Yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, yeah, kind of like or making sure that we're doing what we say we want to do too. Because yeah, there's so many times where in the past where I'd be like, oh, I'd like to do this, but it didn't happen. But yeah, as like the CEO, you kind of make sure everything falls into place too. Right, and you're intentional. Like that right. word intentional keeps coming up, and it, that's I, I really like how you say that. Not to just be, we're just going to coast along with wherever the flow of the culture and society mm -hmm. and everything else takes us. We're going to say, wait, let's step back and see what we need to do. I like that. Thank you. So tell me this: How does your home education, like you, you homeschool? How does that look like in your home? Do you mind if I ask? Um. So. Since we, I did a lot of research in non-traditional education, um, and so, especially with like Acton Academy, so I know a lot of like learner-driven, so um, I've made it more independent learning, and so we kind of follow their interests is one thing that we really try to do. Um, it's not like unschooling. I still have like plans for, you know, we do a lot of reading because that's always important. And it doesn't take the whole day. Um, and we kind of spread it out through the day too. So some of the reading we do before bed, um, I don't necessarily follow any one set curriculum, but we do do some online stuff, do some book stuff. Um, and so far it's working really well. The kids have started liking learning better and kind of rethinking, reimagining what education is because it doesn't have to look like what a school looks like the, you know, doing those same things because it's just the four of them and they're all different ages so we try to do more like teamwork activities too and you know get outside and yeah and then as far as our um christian education we have another acronym for that so we we do wads we get them in god's word wads time wads with god's word so we have um our worship time so we do our family worship time and we do, um, even when we're homeschooling, we do um, in the middle of the day, just me and the kids, we do like a little worship time during, after lunch before we do our read aloud time. And then um, we also do apologetics a lot. That's part of our homeschool kind of throughout the day. because we can just talk about, okay, this is something we read or this is what we heard. Does that line up to what God's word says? Um, and just kind of, so that they're being intentional even with the information they're getting. Um, being fed from the media or um, anything we're reading is it, does this line up with our beliefs does this align up with what god's word says and then um, we do a lot of doctor we, we teach doctrine also so that's um, 
really getting into God's word and, um, and then stories, we do Bible stories. That's what the S stands for. And we, we do Bible stories and then we learn lessons from them too. And that's kind of built into our whole day. Yeah. Every day we do all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. Very, Speed very good to, to step up as parents and be intentional and teach your children what's important. I really, really like that. Yeah. Really, really like that. Yeah, I think that's an area that a lot of people try, you know, they outsource. They say, well, my kids go to church or Sunday school, or I'm sending my kid to a Christian school. And I mean, I think we were even in that realm, you know, six, seven years ago. Um, but then, yeah, when we started to actually dig in and do our research, we realized, hey, this is what we're called to do. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Um, so there's a lot of things you can outsource for your children, but you know, I think God, the teaching of God's word is one thing that you should should be very intentional about in your home. I mean, obviously, the teachers and pastors can be there to be a supplement, but mm-hmm. but the parents should be the primary teachers of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It needs to be home supported, home centered. We'll say yeah. mm-hmm. church supported, right? The church can support right. you, but it's going to be centered in the home, right? Right. Home supported. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I, I like that. Um, so, and and that is one thing that I think is so important when we talk about parents being checked in. I think one of the major problems that we're seeing today is maybe parents are present, but they're on their telephone, they're on their phones, they're on their uh, computers, they're a pat, they're some sort of device, and and the children, um, if we're not careful, won't get the instruction to learn more from TV or from something on their device than they do from their parents. And so, as you say, to be very, very intentional to say, look, we're going to make sure that the things that are most important, we're taking that responsibility on. Yes, we may, you know, send them to some outside, we may contract with outside providers, you might say, as a CEO, but we're also going to make sure that that what's happening is what we want it to have happen. If we could instill that attitude of being intentional and being the CEOs of our children's education, I wonder how that would affect our country, how it would affect our nation, our our world. Every parent could say, you know what, I'm going to make sure I teach my children what's important. Yeah. Yeah. We, we often say that if you want to change the world, it starts with your family. So, because you just think of the ripple effect and then also generationally too, if, if you're spending intentional time and if you're being intentional in your parenting with your, your immediate family. And like you said, if there's, if everybody is like that, imagine what the next generation could look like and even your kids' generation. And this is so, so important. I mean, people don't realize how important this is to be intentional. When we see problems in society, when we see people rioting, we see people, there's violence, there's um, all kinds of things going, you know, looting or, or all kinds of riots, things happening. You know, somebody said something like this. I'm probably misquoting it, but it was basically, if we don't fix marriages and families, everything else we do will be like straightening deck chairs on the Titanic. In other words, mm-hmm. if there's not enough good parents, there will never be enough policemen. Mm-hmm. If there's not enough good parents, there will never be enough uh, social programs that can undo that. You know, teaching your child when they're young to not steal and be honest and be trustworthy, they don't have to learn that same lesson at age 25 and go to jail because they shoplifted, right? Mm-hmm. They learn it when they're three or four or five. 
And so society is really built on having parents who are intentional, like you say, who are, who are strong and teach them good values and do it in their home or at least are intentional about how they do it if they decide to outsource part of it. Okay. And another, th another thing that we're trying to teach our kids too is like learning from failure. So not, not looking at failure as a bad thing, but just that you, this is an opportunity to learn and grow. And that, that's a challenging concept, like even for us as adults, but I think that's been the benefit too, from like, from being more intentional and working with the kids and also probably from homeschooling is I'm learning with the kids too. So when something's not working out for me, I'm the one I get to model that for the kids. And it kind of keeps me in check to not like unravel and just to remember, oh yeah, this is a, this is a learning experience. This is a growth opportunity. And then to, to also like emphasize that with the kids too. So that they they remember that too. And kind of like you said to the other thing with the failure is we'd rather have our kids fail now while they're in the home so that they can we can kind of use that as an educational opportunity to teach them so that we'd rather have them have these small failures now rather than get out into the real world and, and not have learned or grown mm -hmm. from those failures and then have the big failures in, in a situation where they don't have that support. Yeah. yeah, I like that. In other words, kind of back to what I, I really like how you said, the let them fail. So, you know, if they decide, let's just say they took a candy bar from a store and they're five years old and they have to learn that, oh, I need to pay for it. I might have to go be embarrassed and bring it back. I might need to, to earn money to pay for my mistake and whatever happened. That's a way better lesson to earn at age five than it is at age 25 when they're going to jail because they decided to take something from a store where the stakes are much higher, right? Mm -hmm. Let them fail young so that they can learn the lesson young so they don't have the, a major issue later right. something is that are, are we, am i on the right track with that yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. well let me ask you one more question tell us a little bit about your book you wrote a book is that right yeah so here's our book it's called a chance to change and um it's, it's about sam and nicole richardson so they have everything seems to be going well for them. They're like your traditional, like American family. They're, you know, they have, have it all well-adjusted kids and everything, but then Nicole feels like something is missing. And so even though everything seems okay, um, they kind of figure out what it is later. And it's basically they're needing to be more intentional. And so another family kind of comes alongside them and mentors them. And so they learn some of the lessons that we teach in our uh, Baseball Parent Academy course. So um, this book, um, we had some friends read it and they've told us really positive um, things about it. They've really enjoyed it. And they've even people who don't have kids are enjoying it and reflecting on some of the lessons learned in the book. So it's kind of for all people. Um, so did I forget anything? Okay. Where can they find it? Where could where can somebody buy your book right now? So they can buy it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Um, they can order the hard copy or the Kindle um, version too, um, mm. the ebook. And yeah. we will have it on Audible. Hopefully in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So. Hopefully in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. Now you also have an online course. Is that correct? Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So that's our. Um, that will go over the different steps of the. Oh, it's Faithful Parent Academy is the name. Um, and then that goes over our Faithful Parent Proven Process, which is the steps that are outlined. 
um, and it kind of guides you, guides your family through the process. Um, so if you read the book, it's similar, um, but this would be more of a hands-on, give you some things to think about, specifically questions and stuff to answer, um, and guide you through the process of making your own family um, growth plan. Um, and then we also, for your for your listeners to your podcast, we have um, agreed to do uh, $50 off the Faithful Parent Academy if they put in the code PP50. So then they can get $50 off. Oh, wonderful. PP50 if they want to get that online course from Faithful Parent Academy. Okay. They can find that at faithfulparent.org. Yes, correct. Uh, forward slash academy is that all right we can put that in the show notes as well if you drive yep, that's correct yep, yeah that's right okay. well wonderful is there anything else you would tell parents that you think is is you know very very important as we go forward what, is, what would you tell parents if they say this is the most important thing you should remember in your parenting in your view yeah i would say um just understanding the importance of having that family growth plan and, and especially the spiritual component, you want to make sure that that's intentional because bringing up God, children in God's word, that doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't happen just because you do it or you tell them, oh, you need to believe this. That's not how it happens. Um, Deuteronomy 6 instructs parents to teach their children the things of God all day, every day. And so it needs to start in the home. Like you said, it's home-centered. We must That's be right. intentional and about having it. that daily time. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and don't outsource. Don't say, I checked the box. My kids went to church. My kids went to the Wednesday night um, activity. Um, and even if they go to a Christian school, that's great. But also just remember that you are the primary um, teachers of God's word to your children. Um, and, and God says, it's supposed to be us as the parents. And it's just really important. The youth groups, the Sunday schools, they should be a supplement, not a substitute. And we also finally want to remind parents to understand the impact that their parenting has on this generation and on future generations. So always think we're playing the long game and think generationally. I love that. Play the long game and take the little and take the time each day to sit down and study the scriptures, the study principles mm -hmm. of, and, and God's word. I love that, how you say that. And when you do that consistently day in, just take a little bit of time. But then as you said, also to look for opportunities as the days go along to, to, to talk about a, a specific principle of the gospel or something that's true or something how they can learn more about Jesus or, or, or true principles as you're teaching. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, we've got it there. We can reach you at faithfulparent.org. Thank you so much, Derek and Amy Weichel, for being on our show today. And feel free to reach out to them at faithfulparent.org. And tell us that, that discount code again so they can hear it one more time. Is it PP50? Yep, the discount code is PP50. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you, Derek and Amy. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you.